Hello there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okie dokie. So this is another Wednesday wisdom and I am super excited to get into a topic that I know many of you grapple with as highly sensitive, deep feeling people. And that is the intense, intense emotional roller coaster that comes with being highly sensitive a lot of times. Can you relate to this? Let me know. Some days it may feel like you're on an emotional whirlwind, right? Tossed by high and low tides that feel like they come very quickly and powerfully, and it can be very exhausting and very disorienting and sometimes just feel like it's too damn much and, and we like don't know what to do, right? Um, so today we're, we're gonna talk about why this can happen and some things that you can do to find a sense of relief. So stay with me, share your experiences, ask your questions and let's dive into it. So briefly, for those of you that are new, or don't know me or need a little refresher, I am Devin and I am a holistic health expert, an Ayurvedic health advisor, a holistic life coach and the founder of the Inner Spark Method where I teach and support highly sensitive, deep feeling folks how to transform their sensitivity from the source of shame and overwhelm and something that's wrong with them into a source of empowerment, confidence, and vibrant thriving. So this is something I am very passionate about. Also a fellow highly sensitive person. And so let's get into this, this very important topic that I know we can all relate to, our emotional tides. So for starters, let's just kind of establish the baseline right here, right? High sensitivity is a gift. It's not something that we're here to like fix. It is not something that is wrong. Um, not what we're doing, not what I will ever do because it's simply impossible to get rid of. It's a natural part of ourselves and it's a beautiful gift, right? So its benefits outweigh any challenges that come along with it. I know many of you might be like, oh, okay, because it's pretty challenging. I hear you. And high sensitivity is only problematic when it's not um, fully understood and therefore not being properly managed, right? So we need to seek to really understand high sensitivity in ourselves so that we can fully and authentically and properly support it, which will then help us to embrace it and lead with its gifts. So that's where I wanted us to like start with. That's the foundation for this whole conversation and any conversation that you'll ever have with me. Being highly sensitive isn't just about experiencing the world more intensely. It's about feeling the world more intensely too, right? So we were already like receiving all of this really subtle uh, sensory input at all times in every situation always. And we're experiencing and, and really like sensing. And then there's also the emotional aspect too. High sensitivity touches on every part of yourself or the, the five aspects framework that I work with in uh, my program and with my clients. Those five aspects being body, emotions and energy, mind, um, sense of spirit and connection with nature and your relationships and social roles. So those five aspects touches on all of them. 
in addition to that, um, these emotions that we experience, right? Happiness, sadness, love, fear, they aren't just emotions for us in the sense um, that they might quickly kind of come and go and, and, and kind of move through us. They can end up kind of feeling like all-encompassing experiences that leave us feeling quite drained and overwhelmed. So that's what I mean by like, we're feeling so intensely. Basically, being in a highly sensitive system is like having, you know, all of the, the knobs fully turned on. It's like a high definition experience of life. So when high sensitivity isn't being properly managed and a person with high sensitivity doesn't have practices in place for boundaries, those boundaries being kind of those energetic boundaries and also those life boundaries, like saying yes when they actually want to say yes, saying no when they want to say no. They may also have a hard time distinguishing their emotions from those around them and find themselves feeling for others rather than with them, right? Taking on the things, feeling for others and rather than with them, like that empathizing, like, oh, I feel with you right? This only adds to the intensity and the draining and the exhaustion and the highs and lows. So these are some of the things that can be happening behind the scenes of a highly sensitive system when it comes to what's happening in their emotional experiences. When we're constantly riding this roller coaster, like I said, it impacts everything, every facet of our life. And it can affect our mental health, making us more susceptible to stress and anxiety because it's, it's exhausting, right? And when we're in this state of like depletion and exhaustion, we're not very resilient. We're not very present. We're not very capable of holding all the things that life is, is doing and being and, and, and um, offering. Our relationships can suffer because we may be reacting really strongly to situations and our bodies, our bodies really take the brunt of it, right? We, we may experience all kinds of symptoms and ailments as a big <sighs> result of, and definitely as, as a contributing factor to our, our physical health, right? Let me reword that. That got, that got weird. <laughs> or, What's happening for us emotionally can have a direct impact on what's happening for us physically. So if our emotional health is not in this place of like this, this beautiful flow that it, that it is meant to be in, it will definitely show up in the physical body through the way of different symptoms and different ailments. And whether or not you believe that, you know, those things are connected, it's certainly will exacerbate any existing physical things that are happening in the body. So what do we do? What do we do? The great news is you definitely don't have to remain a passenger on this roller coaster unless you like it, right? I remember being young and going to different amusement parks with friends. I've never really liked roller coasters. Can't really do it. And they would want to ride the same one like over and over again. So, hey, 
if you're enjoying this this emotional roller coaster, you want to stay on it. You just go right on ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out. So imagine if you could start developing healthier emotional habits, right? That's really what this this boils down to is learning to understand your sensitivity so that you may properly support it. And properly supporting it looks like developing certain habits, certain um, non-negotiable things that you do for yourself, that you do with yourself on a daily basis. And in the beginning, that can sound really all kinds of things, right? And that's a topic for another day. That's where the shame piece comes in. That's where the like resistance comes in because it's like, good Lord, life's already full and crazy enough. I don't have time for this, but it's not that serious. It does not take a lot of time. It does not require really much of anything. The biggest thing that gets in our way is, is the shame around doing something differently. So anyways, I have plenty of other resources on that, but today we're just talking about emotions. So I'm going to stay on, on, on topic for, for once I can do it. We develop healthier emotional habits, right? We take a moment to breathe and center ourselves when we feel an intense emotion bubbling up. How many of us actually do that? This is the thing. We know these things. None of this is really new, right? Like, oh, let me stop and take a breath. But how many are actually doing that? How many are allowing what's coming up to move through? We were talking in my Facebook group this week about emotions and intensity and what, what we do in those times. And somebody so beautifully brought up um, an analogy that I use all the time with my clients. And that is that emotions and, and their different um, waves are like waves. We need to think about it like waves, like ocean waves. Ocean waves build and then they do their thing and then they recede and they do their thing but they have to go. We might be able to build, you know, a, a seawall or have different things out there to maybe try to direct the flow, but like it's an ocean wave. There's no stopping it. It needs to go. So the same energy that's rising up in us needs to like move through, just <laughs> do its thing. So imagine if you could create a solid foundation of of these, these self-care practices that support you in building resilience daily so that you may easily recharge your emotional batteries. And so that when these waves come up, they feel less like, you know, uh, tsunami, like less apocalyptic, right? You're like, oh, I'm gonna get my surfboard. I'm just gonna surf. So letting yourself feel, using and trusting your physical body that is like the biggest piece that I teach in my program. I have got um, a background in integrative somatic trauma therapy, different modalities to really get into the, the physical body. And so we use this physical body as the grounding anchor in those choppy seas. Because emotions, right, they're like up and out here, a little crazy. So we come back into the body and we find smooth emotional flow to let these energies process and shift as they're intended. So breathing deeply, tuning into the physical experience of the body and trusting the tides are fabulous resources to support the flow and to create healthy emotional flow 
and therefore supporting your energy, your mind, your body, your relationships, everything. It's all connected. And this is absolutely possible and absolutely necessary, right? So not only is this possible, it is necessary in order to fully thrive and transform high sensitivity into a superpower. So many of us are living with the untapped potential of this gift that we've been given. And I'm simply not going to stand for it. <laughs> I'm here to support you. Emotions are teachers and guides, not things to rule our lives or to be ashamed of or to suppress or get swept away by. Okay. So tell me, what is your experience with your emotions? Do you let them flow? Do they scare you? Do you trust yourself to be with their intensity? Do you have a hard time not taking on others' emotional states? Yeah, share with me. I'd really, really love to hear your experiences. Let's continue this conversation. And, you know, if you're tired of these emotional highs and lows and you're ready to receive support in stepping off of that roller coaster because you don't want to ride it for a third time or a fourth time in a single day, I invite you to join my program. Together, we can work to transform your sensitivity from a source of emotional turmoil into a powerful tool for personal growth and understanding. The Inner Spark Method is designed to support you every step of the way, helping you develop the tools and strategies that you really need to understand, support, and embrace your sensitivity and the ways that it impacts those five aspects that we talked about. So I'd love to walk with you. Check out more on my blog, my podcast, in this Facebook group. Let's keep this conversation going. And you can learn more about the Inner Spark Method at theinnersparkmethod.com or reach out to me and let's talk. So thank you so, so much for tuning in today. I will see you next time. Have a beautiful evening, afternoon, wherever you find yourself. And I will... I will catch you next time.